We're turning to Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, the first part of verse 17 from the Message Bible. Let's read together. It's news I'm most proud to proclaim, this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts him, starting with Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith. Father, we thank you for your word today. We're ready. We're just so ready. Come. Come by the Holy Spirit and speak to our hearts. Open our eyes of understanding. God, as we set our focus in these moments, Lord, let us receive what the Holy Spirit wants to impart to us individually, corporately, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, let's praise him in advance for what he's about to do in here. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16 is, most Bible scholars tell us that it is the actual theme verse of the entire book of Romans. And from this scripture, we're going to draw our theme for our NLC Mission Month. Hey, everybody, it's Mission Month. October, Nairobi Lighthouse Church Mission Month. We're so excited. So much prayer, so much preparation has gone and is going into this amazing month that we are about to have beginning today. There's an incredible phrase in verse 16, this theme passage of Romans. There's an incredible phrase which will be our focus for this entire month. And it says, the latter part of verse 16, God's powerful plan to rescue everyone. That's what we will be focusing on starting today and throughout the month of October, our mission month, God's powerful plan to rescue everyone. Say it with me. God's powerful everyone. This word powerful has numerous meanings, such as dunamis. One of the meanings, or one of the words is dunamis, meaning mighty deeds, the supernatural, miracles. But there's one meaning in particular that we are going to consider today, and it means warlike power. Come on, God's been talking to us of late on the warfare of breakthrough. This is the meaning of the word power. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Paul said, for it is the power of God to salvation. The word power means the meaning we're drawing from here is warlike power, a force over the whole army or hosts of Satan. Come on, that ought to fire you up right there. A force over the whole army or host of Satan. The gospel of Jesus Christ, God's powerful plan for the ages, is a force, is able to break through every satanic stronghold. The gospel of Jesus Christ, as it is preached, come on, it has the force 
to penetrate and destroy every demonic defense. The gospel of Jesus Christ has the power, this warlike power, to break through every tribal barrier, every social barrier between Jew and Greek. And this gospel has the power to rescue everyone, everyone who receives it and believes it. In other words, the gospel is powerful because the power of God resides in it by nature. How many of you can say, my life has been transformed by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When I received it, everything changed in my life. Come on, your life totally turned around. God's powerful plan to rescue everyone. The power of God resides in the gospel. This is why it's so powerful. You can walk into any village anywhere in the world, walk to any people group anywhere in the world, go into any place anywhere in the world, open your mouth and begin to preach the gospel. You may not understand, you may not realize, you may not know anything about where you are, but once you begin to preach the gospel, it has the power to transform lives. It has the power to change. Paul told the Romans that this gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And in the, in the Greco-Roman setting, salvation, in this setting, when Paul wrote to the Romans, this word salvation, this is how they, the Romans and the Greeks, this is how the, the mixture of that culture, this is how they use this word salvation. It was a word used for an individual being rescued from some physical peril, perhaps from a burning house or, or from drowning. This was the context. When Paul used the word salvation in their minds, they're thinking rescue. This is the word they use in rescuing an individual from physical peril, a burning house or from drowning. Of course, Paul's meaning something different. Paul's meaning is that God's deliverance of sinners from the eternal consequences of sin. That's what we understand through the finished work of the cross, through the finished work at Calvary. Come on, it's God's deliverance, salvation being delivered of the deliverance of sinners from the eternal consequences of sin. You see, God cannot rescue anyone without the gospel. All the power of God is wrapped up in the gospel. God can't rescue anyone without the gospel because his power is completely, it's inherent. It's, it's totally wrapped up in the gospel. So without apology, let it be known once more that the gospel breaks through every degree of sin without apology let it be known once more that the gospel breaks every form of iniquity let it be known once more that the gospel of Jesus Christ snaps every chain of bondage. Let it be known that the gospel of Jesus Christ has the power to bring the believer into fellowship once more with God, thus fulfilling God's rescue plan of redemption. The theme that we are drawing for our NLC Mission Month is breakthrough 
to rescue. Breakthrough to rescue. If the gospel contains the power of God to break through the forces of the kingdom of darkness, rescuing all who are held captive to sin, which it does, and if we who have been rescued, reconciled, and redeemed by its power are to be the carriers of the gospel, which we are, we must therefore rise up and break through to new levels of commitment. And that's what we're focusing on this month, that we're going to break through to new levels of commitment in taking this message of life and taking this message of hope to the perishing, to the broken, to the needy, to those who are without. That's what we're going to focus on at NLC in the month of October, this month, starting today, our NLC Mission Month. We will present ourselves before the Lord to rally for the global cause of Christ. We're going to present ourselves to God to rally together for the global cause of Christ, both locally and abroad. Breakthrough to rescue. What does breakthrough to rescue demand? What will it demand of us? 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11 from the Message Bible says, you and your prayers are part of the rescue operation. Come on, I like that. You and your prayers are part of the rescue operation. I don't want you in the dark about that either. I can see your faces even now lifted in praise for God's deliverance of us, a rescue in which your prayers played such a crucial part. Come on, what is necessary? What is of necessity for us as a church, for us as individuals and together corporately to break through in order to rescue the perishing? What is it required of us? He says, to the Corinthians, your part, your, this, this rescue, your prayers played such a crucial part. Get ready, everybody. You're about to play an incredibly important, crucial part. And we together are going to see God do something supernatural. I believe the month of October for Nairobi Lighthouse Church is a supernatural month of breakthrough. Come on, I believe it with all of my heart. And we're going to see God do something absolutely amazing. Your prayers played such a crucial part. Breakthrough to rescue demands, number one, breakthrough to greater levels of responsibility. To greater levels of responsibility. That we take on greater level of being responsible. This month at Nairobi Lighthouse Church is all about you and I Becoming responsible, taking on even greater responsibility. We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has put his hand upon us for a purpose. He has given us a responsibility. And we are connecting one with another. And we're coming together, believing God to do something supernatural. We are going to make the mission of the church, which the church, I believe, is God's global rescue center. We're going to make it central to who we are as members of this church, as members of his great church in the earth. I must become responsible. 
I who have been brought out, translated from the kingdom of darkness, brought into the kingdom of his dear son. I have been given a responsibility. I must take ownership. This month is all about being renewed in our responsibility, taking ownership for the global cause of Christ because we are the church, God's global rescue center in the earth. And we must make his passion to make him famous. It must be central to who we are as members. It must be central to who we are as members in just a few moments we are going to place something so powerful into your hands. We are about to hand you something which we believe is a weapon. Come on, this warlike power, this force over the armies, over the host of Satan, we are about to place in your hands a mission faith commitment card, which we believe is a weapon which we believe is a great tool. And we are going to take this month of October and we are going to focus ourselves on the responsibility of getting this message, this gospel to all men everywhere. In Jesus' name, we're going to put into your hands a mission, faith, commitment card, which will serve as a catalyst for renewed responsibility as a people on mission. We have taught you over and over and over again. If you are a member of Nairobi Lighthouse Church, we've taught you again and again that we are a people on mission. Mission is not just something we do. It's who we are. We are on mission for the cause of Christ in the earth. The first thing we will ask you to do when you receive this card is not just take it, put it in your purse, or put it in your Bible, if you bring a Bible to church, or just put it away. We're asking you to take this card. You will not fill this card today. You will, we're asking you to take this card and take responsibility in prayer. Over the next days and weeks, we're asking you to get before God. Get before God this month as we are about to present to you the mission burden and the mission focus. Once again, of NLC, we're going to put into the hands of everyone here today a mission faith commitment card. We're going to take and become responsible, responsible people. We're going to grasp it, take hold of it. And the first thing we're going to do, we're not feeling it today. We're taking it and we're praying and we're getting before God. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. We will open our heart to the burden of Christ, the head of the church. And we will ask him to give us his passion and his heart for a broken, needy, hurting, crying, sighing, dying world. This is what we're going to do today. The scope of the need is so great. Everywhere you look in our city and in our nation, everywhere you look on our continent, there is someone in need of rescue. Say that with me. There is someone in need of rescue. Think about your own family right now. Say it again. There is someone in need of rescue. And God, by his goodness and his, his power and his grace, by his grace, he's going to enable us as a church together to be able to break through, to rescue, that we're going to rise up as a church, a local assembly. I'm addressing and putting into the hands 
of every member today of Nairobi Lighthouse Church, a weapon that causes the kingdom of darkness to tremble. I truly believe it with all of my heart because it's it's we, the church, rising up to take responsibility. We must do it. We will do it in Jesus' name. We will take our part. I will take my responsibility. If we're going to break through to rescue, we must break through to new levels of responsibility. And then verse 17 of our text, Romans 1:17, God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith. In the acts of faith, breakthrough to rescue demands, number two, breakthrough to new levels of faith. Breakthrough to rescue demands every one of us individually and together corporately that we will break through to new levels of faith. I want you to ask the Lord Jesus to stretch your faith in this month of October that you will rise up as a church. Now, to be honest, hey, everybody, to be honest, if we look at the state of our economy right now, you know, I was scratching my head about this the other day. And I was thinking about this. If we are to look at the state of our economy in Kenya right now, this is the worst month. This is the worst time. Housing levy was just applied to our salaries, right? Listen, this is the absolute worst time for us to rise up and to have a vision faith a mission, mission faith commitment month. This is the worst time to be having a mission month. Everything in us, all of our natural tendencies is to just draw, withdraw, hold back, store up, keep hanging on to the little bit that we have. It looks like the worst time to be having a mission month. But on the other hand, it's the absolute greatest time because this is our opportunity in spite of how everything looks. Oh God, increase my faith. Oh God, let me rise up. I'm going to take my eyes off of my lack. I'm taking my eyes off of, of the, I'm, I'm moving into a new level of faith this month. Church rescue operations are never convenient. Rescue operations are never convenient. In fact, they're very costly. Rescue operations are very costly in time, in effort, in resource. As you're about to be handed the mission faith commitment card, I'm asking each one of us to ask God for a breakthrough from all doubts. Ask God to give you a breakthrough from all fears and to take a stand together in faith as a church. A mission faith commitment is a thoughtful, heartfelt commitment. What is it? What is a mission faith commitment? It's a heartfelt commitment to contribute to the missions work that we do as a local church. Over and above our tithe. It's over and above our regular offerings. This is a mission faith commitment. Over and above. Our tithe that's over and above our regular offerings. It keeps missions from being something we do as an afterthought. 
but rather it is a commitment that we make, which is a key part of our lives. It's not just, you know, hit me on a good Sunday when I have a couple of hundred shillings, I'll, I'll contribute. No, it's becoming part of our life and our focus. We set our missions budget here at Nairobi Lighthouse Church. We set our missions budget off of the commitments that we, the members of our church, make for the next one year. So for the next one year, this is why you take the mission faith commitment card and you go and you pray because it's a one-year commitment that we're making and we're looking to God to give us the faith over and above. Come on, we make this commitment with willing hearts and the faith that God will provide the means for us to give this offering over the course of the year that is coming. So as you pray, let me help you with your prayer. Over the next few weeks, there are three questions that I want you to ask when you pray. As we hand you this card and you take it, just take this full card as it is, take it home with you, hold on to it, bring it with you to the house of God. And we are going to instruct you at the time that we're going to be receiving And at that time is when you will tear the card and keep the small portion yourself after you have filled it in. But for right now, instruction will come later. For right now, all I want you to do, all we're asking you to do is to pray and ask this question. Number one, what can I give? What can I give? If I put this in my budget, what can I afford to give? The scripture talks about from what you have, bring an offering. From what you have, give. That's the first question. When you receive this card and you take it and you begin to pray over it, what can I give? If I put this in my budget, what can I afford? Number two, what can I give up? What can I give up? Can I give up that pizza? the two-for-one deal every week that I love. Can I give that up and give that money as my mission faith commitment? What can I give up? Thirdly, and if I add my faith to it, and if I add my faith to it, what can I believe God to provide? Come on, this is where it gets exciting, everybody. This is the next level. This is the new level. What can I add to it? What can I believe? If I add my faith to it, what can I believe God to provide for me in my mission faith commitment? Just before we hand you this card, I want to close with a story. I want to relate a story to you to show you the power of a rescue. The power of a rescue of one individual. The power of a rescue of one person and the difference it can make. There was a poor farmer, very poor farmer in Scotland, in the nation 
or the land of Scotland. His name was Fleming. And this farmer was trying to make a living for his family, working very hard. And one day he's working on his farm and he heard a cry. He heard a cry for help. And it was coming from a nearby bog or a nearby marsh. He dropped his tools and he began to run towards the cry. He ran towards the cry. It was a young boy who was screaming and crying for help. And this is a very poor farmer. And he heard that cry and he dropped his tools and he ran. And he found this young boy terrified. He was, this young boy had fallen into the muck and he was up to his neck in the, in the marsh, in the muck, and he was trying to get out and he's fighting and screaming, calling for help. And the farmer rescued the lad from what could have been a slow and a terrifying death. The farmer pulled him out and said, come with me. And the young boy kind of traumatized, went with the farmer into his house. The farmer cleaned him up and the farmer fed him a meal. The next day, a very fancy carriage pulled up to the Scotsman's humble home. A nobleman, a very wealthy man, stepped out of the carriage and introduced himself as the father of the boy that was rescued. The rich man, the nobleman, was so grateful that he asked the farmer, would you allow me to pay for your son's education. About that time, as the nobleman is thanking the farmer, the farmer's son came to the door of the house and the nobleman saw, he saw the poor farmer, he saw the son, and he said, sir, would you allow me to pay for your son's full education? And the farmer tried to resist, but the man insisted, Finally, the man agreed, and true to his word, he paid for the education. The young man, the son of the farmer, was Alexander Fleming. Alexander Fleming was the individual who discovered penicillin. But the story does not end there. The nobleman's son, the son that was up to his neck in the muck, the son who nearly died, the son who was rescued by the poor farmer, was wounded toward the end of the First World War, and his life was saved by penicillin. The nobleman's name was Spencer Churchill. The son of the nobleman who was up to his neck in buck and rescued by the poor farmer was Winston Churchill. Who went on to be the hero leader 
of England from 1939 to 1945. Breakthrough to rescue. Come on, somebody. Can we give Jesus praise? I'm asking our ushers now, please, quickly. I know you're prepared. I'm asking that every one of you, all of you, other than our children, we want all of our clubbers, everyone, I want everyone to receive and take a mission faith commitment card and put it in your hands right now. And for the next few moments, I'm going to take some time with you. Come on, everybody take hold of this card. Take it. This is a weapon. We're putting it in your hand. This is going to change your life. This is going to change so many lives as we connect, as we commit ourselves to take this card. Now you'll see there's a side to be torn off. Do not do anything with this card other than hold it right now. Take it home and begin to pray. And I'm going to now take the next few moments and I'm going to present to you the mission heart of what we're believing God for. I want you to focus with me. Come on, everybody, get your card. Everybody take it in your hand as I now present to us what we are looking to God to see accomplished over the next one year. And in due course, we're all going to fill this out. We're all going to look to God. What can I give? What can I give up? Adding my faith to it, what can I believe God to provide? This is how we're praying. So listen up. In this coming year, in this coming year, this is a commitment for one year we're making. We are believing God to enable us, first and foremost, to continue supporting each of our missionaries and our church planters around the continent and beyond. Look at the nations where we have church planters. Kenya. Woo! South Africa, Zambia, DRC, Burundi, India, Madagascar. Come on, we're believing God that through our mission faith commitment, we're going to continue supporting and standing with missionaries and church planters. Secondly, we will continue our regular and project-based support to several organizations that we support locally. And you know what? They take care. These organizations take care of rescuing the vulnerable as well as serving different communities in our nation. These include, and this is not the entire list, but these include crisis pregnancy ministries, Bible translation and literacy, Kenya Christian Professionals Forum, King's Kids Village, and there are more. Finally, for the next one year, as well as doing all of the above, we're going to present and we're going to have some special projects that we're looking to the Lord and believing God for that we'll be able to meet these projects with our mission faith commitments. First, South Sudan. Many of the pastors that have planted churches with Pastor Samuel, you remember we saw them last Mission Sunday. 
our pastors were here. 20 churches have been planted in South Sudan. Come on, 20 churches. And we saw a number of those pastors with us last month. They walk incredible distances to get to their congregations and to their churches. Most of them do not have, most of these pastors, think about this. Most of these pastors do not have a source of income to provide for their families and to meet these needs. We aim over the course of the next year to purchase motorcycles as well as a plow and two bulls every other month, every other month. Come on, everybody. Let's do something in South Sudan and let's help some pastors feed their families. Let's help some pastors get to their congregations in those 20 churches. As we shared with the church earlier this year, Mombasa Lighthouse Church has been running a feeding program in the Bafu area in Voi for vulnerable children and communities there. We would like to commit through our mission faith giving, we would like to commit to support this program by channeling funds toward building them a kitchen, a full kitchen from which to fund the feeding and to run the feeding. Wings of compassion, oh my gosh. Wings of Compassion is a rescue home for young mothers that we've been supporting intermittently for several years. Our lives are touched every time we go there. Many of the girls they have taken in have been in situations of abuse and rejection. Sometime back, several years back, we bought them a van, remember? They provide a safe place, a safe haven for these young Children, these are babies having babies. These are such young, young girls having children. This year, we're believing that we, through our mission, faith, commitment, giving, are going to be able to fill their pantry and provide diapers for the children every month. Every month. Come on, let's fill their pantry. And let's bless them with diapers every month. Total Rehabilitation Center in Kasarani, takes care of individuals with cerebral palsy. If you ever go there and you serve there, you will never forget it. We have been privileged to serve them at different times, and we're trusting God to enable us to commit to monthly supporting this rehabilitation center, taking care of one of the areas that they are constantly finding themselves in need we want to pay their rent every month. We want to pay their rent every month. We're also hoping to channel regular support towards Diaper for a Smile. Come on, this was started by a member of our congregation right here in-house. And this organization aims to support parents and families that are taking care of children with special needs. Diapers are a huge part of their day-to-day -day needs. And they hold a distribution event every quarter to provide the mothers with a three-month supply worth of diapers. They also help with medical devices. They are believing God to establish a safe house for the mothers and their children because a good number of them get abandoned by their families. 
This year, in addition to our continuing engagements and outreach to several prisons around the nation, we are believing God to target finances to a couple of long-term projects in one or two of the prisons that we regularly support. We're so excited about this. Finally, we're so thrilled to be carrying out a Water for Water project this year in the Marigot area of Baringo. This month, we are going to be providing much-needed water to Samburi Primary School and the surrounding community. Out of our Water for Water funds, the funds are already there. Thank you for buying water. Thank you for being so awesome in buying our water. We already have the funds to do something significant. These children have no access to clean drinking water. And besides dealing with a lack of food due to the prolonged famine, many having just a few meals a week Courtesy of the school, we want to make a difference through our mission faith commitment. As we invest in this water project, we're believing that the Lord will enable us to continue to support this community in the year to come. Are you guys ready? Mission faith commitment. Woo, this is going to be absolutely incredible. And church, throughout the month of October, this month, we have an amazing Line up. We have worked for well over a year to bring in special guests from various parts of the world. They're coming. Beginning a week from today, we will have special guests, international speakers coming in. We have so many incredible events that's taking place. Come on, take your mission, faith, commitment card right now. I want you to take it and put it in your hand. I want to pray. I'm asking you to take this card. Please don't fill it now. Just take it home. Begin to pray. What can I give? What can I put in my budget that I can afford? What can I give up? What are the wants lists that I can do without, that I can lay aside? What? Adding my faith to it. What can I believe God? To provide. Father, in the name of Jesus, look upon our hearts, God. You've rescued us all, Father. Those of us who know Jesus and have received Jesus in our hearts, we've been rescued and brought out of darkness. And you left us here for a purpose. God, you so desired that we be with you, but here You've left us for a purpose. Let us remain right here for a purpose that we might embrace your heart for hurting people, that we might be involved, the church, God's central rescue center, that we might be part of something supernatural. God, speak to our hearts. Show us what we can do, what we can give, what we can commit ourselves to. Bless your people. I thank you for tremendous breakthroughs, even in this week. Tremendous breakthroughs that are coming that we might connect so that we can break through to rescue so many lives this year. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. God bless you. Everybody, let's go. Take our cards. Make sure you come with them to the services. Pastor Terry Wong will be with us all the way from Hawaii beginning this weekend. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Have a great day, everybody.